What is up, CCF? I'm so excited to be here with you today. If you don't know me, my name is Victor, and I know you're sad just like me. I, I wish we were in, on, in the conference rooms, just worshiping together and just hearing the word and just communing with each other. But we know that with our circumstance here in the United States and all over the world, that we can't be together, but we are here on live stream. Thank God for technology in this day and time. But I'm so grateful to be here today, and I hope you are having an amazing time at, at your house, quarantine with your family, loving on one another, and just resting in God. This is a time where we need to, to follow, fall to Jesus and run to him in this time, and just arms wide open, you know. But, but we've been starting this series. Last week, Sam started this series of peace in the unknown and what that looks like. So this is our second week, and we're diving into this series uh, of practicing spiritual disciplines and what the, and what they look like. But even though we are faced with this pandemic that has seemed to put the world on pause, we must continue to go deeper in our relationship with God. Now, I'll be the first to tell you that I'm not perfect. I'm not this high and mighty Christian that think they got everything going on. No, I am jacked up and messed up and I still need Jesus. So when it comes to spiritual disciplines, man, I struggle with them a lot. I'm telling you, every time I try to read the Bible, it's like I get sleepy. It's like slumber just come on me all of a sudden. It's like when I when I try to fast, it's like somebody all of a sudden wanna buy me food. It's like I get I don't, I don't even like sweets, and all of a sudden I have this craving for Skittles or ice cream. Ice cream I don't even like ice cream, but I, it just when we when we set apart of the from the world and we practice we're practicing these things, the enemy does not like that. He 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 he. He gets mad when we, we are putting God first in our lives. So today we're going to talk about what it means to live righteously in the spiritual in the spiritual disciplines. But in this time, we must seek God's face and get rid of those things that, that hinder us from doing the work of God. That hinder us from, 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 from doing our purpose here on, the, on this earth. And we must abide in him and pursue what is holy so that we may be righteous. So that we will live up to God's standards. So with that being said... Let, let me pray, and we're going to jump into the Word. So, dear God, we thank you for this day. We just thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We just thank you for this time of quarantine where we can, where we can look, to, look towards you and just be with you so you can just speak to us and show us the way, the right way. Show us the things that are inside of us that are not like you. Speak to us today, God, through this Word. Allow us to, to, to see you in, in the Word of God as we go, out, go about our days. Let 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 this word go beyond the camera today and sit with them in their homes in their quiet time so that they can do what you've called them to do. In Jesus' my name we do pray. Amen. So today I want to focus on the spiritual discipline of reading and studying the word of God, which is the Bible. Now we know that the Bible is not just a history book. It's not, that, it's not just past stories that we, we don't have to apply to our, our daily lives, but the Bible is the living word of God. It is the it, it, it was here in the beginning. It would last forever. It is our ultimate source of authority in our lives. It is the breath of God literally written on how to live life. So with that being said, my first point I want, to, I want to talk to you today about is studying and reading the Bible is the way we commune with God. He speaks clearly in his words. It's how we communicate. It's literally, it's literally going deeper within the text and to, to receive that revelation, to receive that instruction or to receive direction on where to go. Jesus has made it possible 
to have a relationship with God, with what he did on the cross for our sins. And we are able to, to know his nature and to, and to love on others like he, loved, like he loved on us. He tells us to study the word and not just read it, but to apply it to our daily lives. And one thing I can encourage you today is, is to do, when, you read, when you're reading the word of God and you're looking into the text, just ask him to open up your eyes to see. Ask him to open up your ears to hear what is going on and what, how, how you can apply it to your, your circumstances or your situations. He's always near and he's ready to listen. But we have to create that time of feet of so that we have to create that time so that he can commune back with us, so he can speak with us. We can't be in a rush and just read the text and check it off on our daily our daily agendas. But we must set time apart to be literally with God so that we can walk with him. So that he can the Bible literally tells us that his presence can be with us. All, all the time, every day, every single day, every single hour, every single minute. So let's do that. When we, when we are reading the text, I just encourage you to just ask God, open my eyes to see and open my ears to hear what you want me to hear. My second point of studying and reading the word of God is that this is our weapon against the enemy. In Ephesians 6 and 10, Paul talks about putting on the whole armor of God. He explains that we don't fight against flesh and blood. But we are fighting evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mighty powers of the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. It is real, guys. I, I can't lie to you and say that this stuff is not real. We're we are not fighting against our brothers and our sisters. We are fighting against these evil spirits that are trying to get us to stumble and fall. But in Ephesians 6, verse 17, it says, To put on salvation as your helmet and to take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That explains to me that we must know and live out this word of God in order to fight against the enemy. We must speak and declare what God has told us in his word, and we will come out victorious. Now, that doesn't mean we can just go and just do what we want to do and just play, just feed our, just feed our flesh. We can't do those things and expect the outcome, what is written. But we must live this word out daily. We must be embedded in this word so that so when the enemy comes in, we, 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 don't have to, we don't have to give in. He will give us a way out. The, Bible, the scripture tells us that he will give us a way out when we, we are tempted. So when we are fighting, pick up the Bible and fight. Don't let the enemy lie to you. I'm telling you, he, he comes in in your mind. It, start, it always starts in the mind. If he gets you to, see, he, and I'm, I'm going to let you know this. The enemy knows God's word better than us sometimes. So he just started to twist them, twist it up a little bit, just, just to make sure, that this, 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 just to throw it off a little bit. Just throw that curveball. But I'm telling you, if you know the word of God, you will be able to stand, and there's nothing that he can do to shake you up. Now, my third point. Studying and reading the word of God equips us to who we are called to be. Each of us all have a call, calling on our lives. We all have a purpose, a destiny that we must fulfill on this earth. I cannot express to you the importance of, of knowing what you are called to be in order to fulfill your purpose on this earth. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, it states, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip, equip his people to do every good work. We have... If you, don't, if you don't read the word of God, it's going to be hard. I'm just going to tell you. It is going to be hard. I can tell from you from experience. When I wasn't in my word, 
man, it was just, it was just so hard to, I, I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know what God wanted to do with my life. I was so indecisive. I was going to, y'all, some people know, I had like 15 different majors. It was just so hard. But when I read the word of God, he's able to direct my path. Like he says in Proverbs, if I trust in him, if I delight in him, he will direct my path. He will tell me which way to go. He will tell me what to do, when to do it, how to do it. I'm telling you, this the, the Bible works. It still works. So, guys, this is important and crucial in our lives. Not just in the bad times, though. We just can't read the Bible when we, we can't find a job. We just can't read the Bible when when we, we have trouble with our boyfriend and girlfriend. We just can't read the Bible when we're um, upset. We just can't read the Bible when the, we're in quarantine. But we must also do it in the good times when we're when we living high and we just walking our everyday lives whether on a mountaintop or in the valley we still need this word we can't just simply read the word and be done we must give god some of our time and deal with some things so that we can experience the fullness of him we must we must give him a lot of our time we just can't read the verse and say oh we're done no give him time to heal you to mold you to patch those scars to, for, and you have to be willing to give it up to him. I'm telling you, he's always, he's always there. He wants you to give it to him. He literally wants you to give it to him. We were not made on the, to live this earth by ourselves. We were made to commune with the Father. And Jesus made that possible for us today. We must be in communion with God. We must put on the armor and pick up our sword in battle. We cannot let the enemy just trample over us all day long and just... No, 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 no. That's not the way it goes. We are victorious. The enemy is a defeated force already. We are the victors today. We can stand and say we are in, in the spirit. We can stand with God and say, I am a child of God, and you have to get behind me. We must know this word so that we can be equipped to do what he has called us to do. How can we make disciples who make disciples if we don't live out this word? How do I know that I'm the head and not the tail? If we don't, if we don't read this word, how do I know that I can live abundant life in Christ Jesus? If we don't read this word, how do you know that when it, when I, when you come into Christ, you always are dead, and behold, you are a new creation. Those things have passed away. How do you know that you can walk in the Spirit of God and lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover? How do you know that if you submit yourself unto God and resist the devil, he will flee? How do you know that there is no sickness, no disease, no thought, no harm, no danger, or anything that you, that you struggle with or you're, or you're dealing with that wasn't paid for on the cross and has to bow down to the name of Jesus? How do you know where you would spend eternity if you don't read the Bible? I could continue to go on and on on this subject, but I, but I, just, I just want to tell you to just do it. If you have to start with a verse, just do it. Just find God in the scripture. God is not looking for perfection, but he's looking for a heart that is seeking after him. He's looking for people, students, any age who is hungry for him, for him to move in their lives, for them to throw off every weight that, that, is, that trips them up, but to, to, to be overwhelmed by his presence and by his spirit so they can walk in the fullness of what, he, what he's called them to do. So this week, we're going to focus on a memory verse for us to study and memorize. It's John 15 and 7. It states, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. I encourage you not to look at this verse for personal gain. And what you want, 
but to be obedient in his word and abide in the true vine, who is Jesus. I'm telling you, this is a word that stepped on, on my toes. As I was preparing, I was like, man, I have got to do better. I'm sitting here preaching this to y'all, but I've got to do better. I'm telling you, it's for me also. But I want you to just take it slow. Don't, don't try to rush through through the Bible and just 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 for just to click just to check it off. But take it slow. Just allow God to speak with you. Be still. Be present. Don't allow the distractions of this world to throw you off. I'm telling you, there's there's something great about the Word of God. He's able to lead and guide you. Like not he's better than your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. I'm telling you. What they say, mm -mm. God has the ultimate say so in your life. I'm telling you, Instagram is going to fall. Snapchat is going to fall. YouTube is going to fall. Every, TikTok, you know, TikTok, what you be doing, it's going to fall. But this word of God is not going to fall. It, it is what you have to have in your mind constantly, constantly to fight those thoughts, to fight those things so that we can be victorious in Christ Jesus. Now, I just want to encourage you in this time. Don't let this time just just pass by in this time of quarantine. Don't let this time be a time where you just watch Netflix all day, play video games. I'm not saying that that's wrong, because I watch Netflix too. It's, it's good to sit down and watch and chill for a minute. But come out of this season with a better prayer life. Come out this season with a better knowledge of the scripture so that you can be the light, the salt and the light to others in your workplace on West Georgia campus. I'm telling you, they need it. But But God is looking for people that he can use in this time. Don't let, I'm telling you, do not let this time slip away. He's given us this time of isolation, not to harm us, but for him to speak to us. Not our pastor speaking to us, but for him to speak to us. Not our mother and our father and our sister and our brother, but he wants to lead us. He wants to guide us. He wants us to experience his love and affection for us. So we're going to sing this song called Waymaker. And I want you to sing it out loud. Declare this over your family. Declare this over this nation. Declare this over this world. We need a way maker, a miracle record, a promise keeper, a light in the darkness. And that is Jesus Christ. Every sickness has to bow to that name. Everything has to bow to the name. We have to bow to that name. And every time has to confess that he is Lord. He is King Jesus. So I'm going to pray. And we're going to jump into Waymaker. So dear God, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you today. For this awesome word that you've given us. God, we cannot do this without you, God. We need you to show us the way, to direct our paths, to be there with us in our situations. We know that you are a miracle worker, a promise keeper, a light in the darkness. You are a healer. You're still healing today. You are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You have not changed. But we must go back to you. We must run to the Father. Nothing else matters. We love you. We thank you. And it is in your son, Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.